Hello and welcome to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I am your host, Sean Needham, along with my wonderful wife and and producer Janet, and we are in the studio today at the AM 1470 KBSN studio in Moses Lake, and we have Julian Martinez with us today. He is a representative of Orthomolecular, and Orthomolecular is a company that Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy has been working with since 2011. Orthomolecular Products is a company that sells nutritional supplements. Um, and we're going to discuss a little bit about it. Um, there's a lot we could discuss, but we're going to focus on about four things today, along with just a general topic. So I will start out with a, just a quick introduction of Julian. Um, Julian's been um, working for Ortho for a little over a year now, is that correct? Right. right. Yep. And um, he's wonderful, wonderful, knowledgeable, um, has a um, history of some health and wellness stuff, and he can get into that. So um, with that, I'll, I'll let him take over. Julian, um, tell us a little bit about your history with Ortho and your history before you um, were with Ortho and what made you decide to take a position with Ortho. Yeah, thank you so much, Sean. Um, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my, my background is actually in health and health and wellness. And for the last eight years before I was with orthomolecular products, I was a foundational strength coach. Wow. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but really what I focused on was helping my clients move more efficiently, live better by working with foundational movements such as the hip hinge, the squat, the push, the pull, and uh, unilateral exercises. That's awesome. We and, can have, by the way, we can have a radio show just on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to come back. I, I could do that. Back. We can do that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm big on that. I, I mean, I've been certified through NASM, NFPT, uh, but the one that I was really excited about, so any trainers uh, that are listening or physical therapists, uh, I got certified through uh, Dr. John Russo pain-free performance training and it was it was phenomenal um, but a couple years ago I, I started to venture out and look at different opportunities and I landed on orthomolecular products okay and I, I just really loved the the vision the mission of the company it really aligned with what I was doing as a, as a foundational strength coach um, orthomolecular products has been around for 31 years and they're known for using high quality raw materials creating therapeutic formulations that are efficacious. That's the big thing. Um, there's a lot of, lot of questions on which supplements to use, which companies to, uh, which companies to use. But um, after, I, after working for Ortho, I realized the differences between the companies. And I'm, I'm really excited to talk about more uh, orthomolecular with you. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm so excited for you to be here. Um, and, and be part of the show. So call in. This is a live show. And, and use Julian as a resource. Uh, he's incredibly knowledgeable about, about supplements and, and a lot of stuff, health and wellness, anything exercise related or, or diet and nutritional supplement um, related. Um, so call in. Be part of the show. 509. 765-1470. So one of the things I like to talk about supplements, and this is why I call them supplements, and some some patients might need, or, or um, listeners, viewers, might need some education on what a supplement is. So sometimes they're just called vitamins, um, sometimes they're called nutritional supplements, and when I use that term supplement, I mean just what it says. I, I think it is just what it says. It's a supplement. It's a supplement to our healthy eating and lifestyle already. 
And can you go into that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely, Ashan. I'm, I'm glad you said that. That's something I, I preach to um, all the doctors I work with, all the family and friends I work with, that supplements are meant to supplement lifestyle modifications. First and foremost, exercise and diet are extremely important. We, we don't want to rely solely on supplements, but we also they also do play a huge role in, in really optimizing our, our, our life and our health. Um, but starting off with, you know, the food that you eat, the, the movements that you do every day is, is, is really the most important part. Um, so I'm just going to piggyback on that a little bit, and I'm not trying to correct you on the air, but because um, I know you know this, and we're going to yeah. talk about adrenal insufficiency later, HPHA axis um, insufficiency. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, but rest is probably more important, important than both those things. Oh, I, you're right. You totally caught me <laughs> yeah, that. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just, uh, I, I mentioned, I don't know if I told you this, but I, I got off social media, nothing, I know I'm, I'm big on social media, but for me personally, um, I, I, I wanted to make a little change, make an adjustment. Mm-hmm. And one thing what I noticed was rest. I, I got better rest. And with rest, I was able to really perform better at my job. Absolutely. I was able to, you know, study harder. I was able to exercise harder. And uh, it, it's really it's really because I'm able to get you know, six to eight hours of really high-quality, undisturbed sleep. Yeah. Well, one thing I've said on this show before, and I like to reiterate it, this is why we just push these things over and over again, is that we will die without sleep before we'll die without food. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Right. And um, we don't have to exercise to live. But we do have to have, um, we do have to have uh, food and rest to live. So, right, right. So, um, yeah. Well, I, I appreciate that, and you know, I mean, uh, we sell supplements at our pharmacy. We sell ortho supplements at our pharmacy, and, and both you and I, we make a living doing that. Partly, um, yet, you know, I think it's important to let our listeners and viewers know that, um, you know, what the overall picture, what we believe is, because, um, and 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 I think what we do, because that's that's what I do in my life too. I don't I don't live off nutritional supplements, um, but I do take them because mm-hmm. um, they're they're an adjunct, I think, to go along with a good healthy lifestyle. So speaking of that, let's go into the first one, and I'm going to be biased here, and I I would love your opinion here, um, but um, vitamin D3. And I tell my patients that if there's one supplement you can choose to take and you only have a choice to take one, I choose vitamin D3. And the reason why is because almost everyone, which is a powerful statement, um, almost everyone is low in it if they don't supplement. And because of the nature of vitamin D, it having a cholesterol backbone, it is a hormone in itself. So it affects so many things in the body. Um, it's not just about bone growth. Like what I learned in pharmacy school, vitamin D was basically important for bone growth and that was it. Um, but it's also important for, you know, seasonal affective disorder, depression. It can help for many, many different things. So I think vitamin D is the most important and I think it's important to get the right dose. So can you, um, um, kind of educate us on that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I, and you're you're absolutely right. And uh, I always like to state that any states um, above latitude of 37 degrees, so that's like Northern California, Northern Nevada, uh, Utah, Colorado, and then all the connecting states. Everything above that is going to have uh, they're, they're going to be at greater risk of vitamin D deficiency. And originally, so ins- explain that. Explain yeah. why they are. Well, um, we're, we're, those states or those areas just really don't get the same 
UVB or the vitamin D that the other states below 37 degrees gets, right? So when we're not exposed to the sun, we're not able to synthesize vitamin D level, our vitamin D. So that's where supplementation comes in play. It's, I'm not saying it's the, especially doing, I'm not saying it's the only thing that we should be doing, but during the time of seasons like winter, yeah. you know, I, I'm in, I live in Seattle and we get very little sun up there or <laughs> uh, over there. So, um, although it was a pretty nice day there, yesterday. It, you know, it was, it was, <laughs> I was, uh, talking to my fiance and she, she said it was, uh, she got a couple of days of sun, which yeah. is great. Um, but you know, we, we don't get, a, we don't get as much sun as say San Diego. Right. So uh, the recommendation for dosing of supplementation is going to be entirely different than someone who lives in San Diego. Right. But uh, understanding that this is a this is a this is a vitamin that's essential not only for bone growth but um, but other but just really to optimize health. And we're seeing a lot of emerging research that we're seeing vitamin D deficiency in a lot of chronic conditions. Right. So optimizing our vitamin D levels at a therapeutic dose, it, it, it's, it's really important. Yeah. So just for our listeners and viewers out there, just to let you know, because I, I want to educate you about what I learned in pharmacy school. And I learned in pharmacy school that vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin. So you got to really, really be careful about overdosing on it. And, and I mean, there's some truth on that. So you, you do have to know the dosing because it is fat-soluble and it stays in your body for a while. Um, but... Um, in pharmacy school, I learned that the typical dose of vitamin D should be 400 units a day, international units a day. And a lot of multivitamins thus have about 400 international units a day. If you look at most calcium supplements, they have about 400 international units. So, and when, but the reality of it is to get optimal levels, to get your vitamin D level to optimal levels, at least in the patient population that I see around this area, you need between five and 10,000 units of vitamin D a day. So that being said, just like Julian said, it depends on where you live. Um, we have a patient in Alaska and it almost, I all, I had to ask her two or three different times because I almost couldn't believe it. In the winter to get her vitamin D levels up to optimum level, she has to dose at 50,000 units daily daily. Now, what I normally, my most common recommendation for vitamin D to my patients is 50,000 units once a week. And one of the reasons why, and one of the reasons why I think vitamin D is so expensive also is because, and it should be your go-to supplement, not because it just does so much, but er almost everybody's low in it. And it's very cost effective. It's, it's really, it, it really is not super expensive. So, um, so I recommend once a week dosing because it's, it can be better for compliance and at 50,000 units once a week, the patient would get about 7,200 units a day, which falls right between that 5,000 to 10,000 units daily. So that's my, that's my go-to when it comes to vitamin D. Do you have any comments on that? No, I, I absolutely agree. I, I, I typically recommend vitamin D 5,000 mm -hmm. daily. Mm -hmm. um, I do recommend uh, vitamin K supplementation is a great combination, mm -hmm. um, especially for bone support. Um, but, uh, yeah, 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 you, you nailed it at 5,000. Um, I also, also like to state that, you know, everyone's going to be different. So someone who's um, heavier, right? So if you, the, the heavier you are, it's going to be different ratios as far as um, vitamin D supplementation. Yeah, you're going to need a bigger dose. Right, yeah. right, right. So I always recommend that and then, uh, or suggest that, but also to test. You know, I, every six months test, um, if you, especially on your, if you're on a regimen of doing uh, 5,000 to 10,000 um, uh, international units, 
uh, vitamin D, then I, I do recommend testing every six months just to see where your levels are. Right. And realize it's important to know how to interpret that test also. Mm. Normal doesn't necessarily mean optimal. So right. when you look at most of those lab tests, the, the normal is 30 to 100. And I won't go into the units there. I won't bore you with the units, but just realize that just because you're in the normal range doesn't mean optimal. Mm -hmm. From a lot of the research, to be optimal, you need to be um, over 60. Yeah. So um, you know, keep that in mind. So yeah, I think I think vitamin D is is one of the biggest things for your buck that that we we can do. Now speak a little bit about K vitamin K because sometimes myself included, yep. when I first learned about vitamin K two to help mm -hmm. bone support, you know, I'd get it confused as a pharmacist with vitamin K one. So explain that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm a I'm a big fan of vitamin K two, um, especially you know I have, I have a horse in the race, but uh, <laughs> you know orthomolecular has an exclusive on Q Seven Pro, which is is the most studied form of, of K2. Yep. Um, but really, K1 is, you, you'll get K1 from vegetables. Um, K2 supplementation is, is it has a longer half-life, right? So it's, it's a little bit more researched. Um, so what I like about it is that the, the K2 that we have has been studied to activate, not to get too geeky, but activate two proteins, MGP and osteocalcin, to ensure that calcium doesn't get deposited into the arteries and gets deposited into the bones. So we know that vitamin D is great for bone health. So doing a combination therapy of vitamin D and K, they work synergistically together to optimize bone health um, and, car and and lower cardiovascular risk. Absolutely. And that's, that's, a, that's a very important thing. So um, mentioned uh, one thing I like, it, it's an interesting story, and I, you, we can piggyback on this after our, after our break. We're going to go on break shortly. But it's interesting to know how vitamin K1 gets converted to vitamin K2. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard this story, but um, it only happens in – it happens like if you – you can get vitamin K2 from beef, but it has to be grass-fed beef because the beef convert – when they eat the grass, they convert K1 to K2. Yeah. So I think it's just a very interesting, interesting um, trivia, I guess, but also very it's scientifically. So tell me a little bit about that before I break. Um, as far as the conversion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as the K two conversion, um, that, that's I think that's where where you really want the the form. The form. Are you are you talking about like how it's converted or? The, the differences between K1 and K2. K, the differences. Yeah, the, so the K2 is uh, is what has been actually clinically studied to activate the two proteins and is is what is what we want. Um, but I think at the end of the day, if unless you're having grass-fed beef and so on, then, then, then you need to supplement. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, well, that's a good place for us to go to a commercial break. You are listening to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Call in, be part of the show. 509-765-1470. We'll see you in a few. All right. Welcome back to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. If you missed our first segment, I have Julian Martinez in the studio with me. He's a representative from Orthomolecular Products that specializes in, in um, high-quality nutritional supplements. So we talked about vitamin D and vitamin K a little bit, so I'd like to move into... Essential fatty acids, uh, more importantly, omega threes. So, tell me what you know about those, Julian. Uh, yeah. So, I, I think it really goes back to the 19, early nineteen seventies when we studied Greenland Eskimos and why they had such a low uh, cardiovascular disease rate. 
right? And in 1970s, 1980s, I think I think with the the low fat diet was actually the yeah. bigger thing. Right, so right. We, were, we were we we were really raising question on what's going on. Why are they, why are, what are, what are we doing that they're doing? Um, and really, what they what they uh, what they were able to conclude was that the Greenland Eskimos had a one to one omega three to omega six ratio. So. Um, to go into it, omega threes, fatty acids. It's it, it's 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 if we can if we can get closer to that ratio, we're going to lose uh, reduce um, the risk of cardiovascular disease. Okay, and omega threes just for sim for for simple minds like myself, omega threes when I think about them are non-inflammatory and omega sixes are inflammatory. So that's the that's the fat you want to stay away from. Correct. Right. Right. Okay. All right. All right. So speak of the differences. So Ortho has a great product, uh, an omega three product. Mm-hmm. Speak of some differences of that with the EPA, DHA. Speak on that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I, I really this is what I really love about Ortho. Uh, one, we're a research based company. So when we formulate, we we make sure that the research supports our formulations. Um, but then also quality. Uh, a lot of people ask me, what, what are the difference between, you know, getting Ortho Omega A20 versus going to Costco and um, getting a big bucket of fish oil? And, and really, it comes down to the quality, the quality. I mean, we're, when we test our products, we make sure that we have low total oil oxidation scores. We make sure that, um, um, that we have a high concentration of EPA DHA ratio. And our formulation is in a is in a form of reosterified triglyceride, so not to get too geeky, but it's it's in the it's in the form that nature intended us to have fish oil. It's and like it's like eating fish. Better absorb. Better right. absorb. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Now I will tell you this. Um, you know, this is truth. And if your fish oil smells like rotten fish or it tastes like fi- rotten fish, um, it's not high quality. And we do a taste test in our pharmacy. We bought some fish oil from Walmart. We bought some fish oil um, capsules from Walmart, and we did a taste test, and we bit one open, and our pharmacist um, was so grossed out when she bit the Walmart product open, she had to, she almost threw up, and she had to spit it out. Whereas Orthos, and I don't necessarily, you know, recommend buying their capsules, I mean, although you can, but um, we, she bit that one open and chewed it, and it was very palatable. So it just goes to show of the high quality and the freshness of the product. So why should we take fish oils, uh, omega-3s? Yeah, I, I think that really goes back to what we, we started our conversation on where um, we want to take omega-3s to supplement our lifestyle, right? Yeah. So, so I, I, I believe, I can't remember the exact amount, but I know you have to have about pounds, a couple, maybe two to three pounds a day to, to, to get um, a high dose of omega-3s. And really with today's, uh, food industry, we know that I, um, shelf shelf of uh, the to increase shelf life, they had to add omega sixes to foods. So our we're, we're we're more exposed to naturally. We're now we're exposed to so many different foods that have high omega six to really balance out that ratio and not have to eat three pounds of food. I highly recommend supplementing two grams to three grams of omega threes every single day. So and, and let's let's realize we you know Julian alluded to it a little bit, but you know fats have got such a bad rap. Um, but now we realize that fats are good. Every cell in the body requires fat. Um, so fats are good, especially good fats. Um, and realize when we talk about essential fatty acids, 
um, realize they're called essential because you, our body cannot make them. So we need to get them from external source, from, from eating or from supplementation. And really in order, if you do any kind of, you know, we, we work with some doctors that do um, car, different cardiovascular testing to, to look at those lipid levels. And in order to get those good, healthy fats, um, you do have to supplement. You couldn't eat enough salmon. You, well, I mean, maybe you could, but like you say, three pounds of salmon a day. I mean, most of us just aren't going to do that, <laughs> you know? So right. you just, it's important to supplement. So let's go ahead and, um, move on to probiotics before we do that. Uh, you know, be part of the show. We'd love to have a caller, uh, five zero nine. 765-1470. Um, take advantage of Julian's expertise today. So let's talk about probiotics. Uh, probiotics is another one I think that's that's really important. Um, probiotics is just what it says. Pro meaning for, biotics meaning like life. There's there's good bacteria normally, and it's not just bacteria necessarily, but Julian's going to educate us a little bit uh, about that. So what what is your opinion of probiotics and tell us all you know or at least some of what you know because we know you know so much it'd be a radio show on that yeah i i i uh, I, I, I don't want to lose uh listeners by going too geeky with it <laughs> right. but uh, but really at, at the end of the day um there's a lot of good strong powerful research on probiotics now as far as supporting patients with gi enteropathies or dysbiosis um, and as far as formulations, this really goes back to how ortho formulates. We do constant stability testing and we put expiration dates on our products because we, we want to make, we want to ensure that you know what is viable in this, especially when we're talking about living organisms, right? We want to make sure that they're actually in there and they're viable. And that's kind of the, uh, one of the dirty tricks that I, I, uh, I really learned when I moved into working with a professional supplement company is that. A lot of retail, they put manufacturing dates on there. And, that, and, and all they have to prove when they do that is that when they made this product, it had this in it. They don't track the, the type of degrade, uh, degradation that it has. So doing any type of combination therapies or having live organisms, you have to do, you have to do constant stability testing to make sure that everything that you say is in here is in here. Um, but this is also meant to supplement your lifestyle. Um, if you, if you want to have, you know, a healthier gut microbiome, I would recommend diversifying your foods, having, you know, high quality vegetables going for organic, um, adding dietary fibers, complex carbohydrates. Um, I, I, this is a little bit harder, but I, I, I do recommend rotating your, uh, your produce, try to go with the seasons. Um, and then staying away from things that really trigger any type of GI discomfort. And it, it, an example is me. I love it, occasionally. I love eating pizza, but I know dairy doesn't sit with me that that yeah, well. But right. but yeah, I mean that those are the type of yeah. things. You know, maybe uh, you know. I know everyone's not perfect, but um, but yes, yeah, trying to control those things and having a, a, a daily probiotic to to help with more like maintenance prevention. I, I highly recommend um, supplementing it. Yeah, uh, me too. So, and one of the things is, I think a probiotic is probably just as important as a multivitamin. Yeah. And here's what I like to tell my patients is that, so we have a, we have good bacteria in our intestinal tract, or we're supposed to. So, and any time we've been hit with a round of antibiotics, which most most of us have, and of course, there's a lot of our foods that are have antibiotics in them already, whether it be chicken or whatever that are that are high in antibiotics. So that can that can kill our good bacteria in our intestinal tract. And 
our intestinal tract is important for overall health. It is probably the, I'm not going to say the most, but one of the most important. And, and why do I say that? So all of our nutrients and um, all of our nutrition is absorbed through our intestinal tract. Mm -hmm. So if we don't have a healthy intestinal tract, the food we are eating, we are not absorbing the nutrients correctly, you know, at least not maximally, optimally. So in having a good healthy microflora in our intestinal tract is important to help um, digest those food that help digest and help it so we can absorb those nutrients and a good healthy probiotic a good quality probiotic is part of that picture um, some of our listeners viewers may have heard of using um, you know yogurt that that is um, high in in lactobacillus acidophilus, something like that. Um, and one of the issues with that is, you know, the volume is kind of like eating three pounds of fish a day. Right. I mean, you would have to eat, you know, three tubs of yogurt a day, three pints of yogurt a day to get enough concentration of, of the bacteria normally. So that's why I recommend to supplementation. Like I said, I think it's just as important as a multivitamin because if you're not absorbing the, the, the multivitamin and multimineral because you don't have a healthy GI tract, then it's, it's kind of useless. So... And when some a patient comes to me in the pharmacy and they have any kind of GI disturbance, whether it be irritable bowel, whether it be diarrhea, whether it be constipation, um, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's, anything like that, the first thing I talk about is probiotics. Right. You know, I think that's that's very important. So, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, no, I mean you're absolutely right. That's definitely part of the, some part of the protocols that we recommend at Ortho. Um, and in supplementation, it could range anywhere from twenty three billion to 250 billion I, I mean there's there's been studies on trillions in with, with patients with IBD uh, the, 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 the research on using probiotics is, is relatively safe yeah. so um, I, I would I would highly recommend it um, but you know really base it off your, your symptoms I mean you could do some sort of GI testing but if based on your symptoms I would recommend um, like IBS IBD more severe I would recommend 100 100 billion and up mm -hmm. Um, and then uh, for more of like a maintenance and prevention, maybe mild GI discomfort, uh, $23 billion would be great. Yeah. Perfect. That's exactly yeah. what I take every day. Um, I've got family members that have had um, a sense of urgency and discomfort, mm -hmm. and it's changed their lives. Yeah. I mean, they're Absolutely. more comfortable, and they, yeah. they don't have to run out the door or tap me on the shoulder. Hey, yeah. you got to get out of here. It's, it's amazing. And um, orthobiotic is, a, is the one that I normally recommend. And one thing I like about it is the – we'll get a little bit fancy here, but one thing I like about it is it's got Saccharomyces boulardii in it. Yeah. That's a fancy, fancy word for a pathogen um, or non-pathogenic um, yeast. Can you go a little bit in, in, into that? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, what I like about Saccharomyces boulardii is that it's been, it, the research on it is really strong on on eradicating C. diff. Yep. So great for uh, great for people who travel. Um, but in combination therapy in the orthobiotic, we, so we, in the orthobiotic, uh, we have lactobacillus and bifidobacterium um, and Saccharomyces boulardii. And with that combination, the research shows that Saccharomyces boulardii helps really outcompete the bad bacteria, allowing the beneficial bacteria to thrive. So it, it's a really smart, intelligent uh, formulation yeah. um, and, and really powerful. Yeah. I will tell you, I, I, I was impressed one time when I talked to a, a GI doctor, gastroenterologist, who um, 
would recommend and he's he graduated back in the early 70s and he was telling me studies about saccharomyces boulardii and how it worked for c difficile and for our listeners and viewers that don't know what c difficile is it's a it's a bacteria that can become resistant to multiple antibiotics and a lot of times the reason the reason people get it is because they've been on antibiotics so the antibiotics kill all the all the bad bacteria and but then they let some other bacteria overgrow, and um, there was there's been studies to show in the 70s even that Saccharomyces boulardii can help C difficile, which there are antibiotics that are resistant. A lot of antibiotics are resistant. It's resistant to a lot of antibiotics, so you know that's very very uh, encouraging. I know we had a patient one time that was in the nursing home, and they were doing everything they could with all kinds of IV antibiotics and she came into us as a as kind of a last resort and we recommended high dose of orthobiotic with Saccharomyces boulardii in it um, I think she even bought some Saccharomyces boulardii separately and um, we might have recommended ortho a, a, um, a different probiotic um, what's the ortho 225 probiotic or something 225. yeah I thought we might recommend that too anyway we did a pretty you know, high concentration protocol with her, and she recovered. It was it was amazing. Nothing else had worked for months. Right. So it's 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 very very reassuring. I, I that's why I, I like that product, and it doesn't have to be refrigerated. Right. Shelf stable non refrigeration. Yeah. Now it's not that what I think, and and help me help educate our listeners and viewers. It's not that the bacteria don't necessarily need to be. They would be more stable if refrigerated, right. but the way you guys produce it, you guys overproduce it, so you guys are guaranteeing it that up to this expiration date, it will be good at room temperature, correct? Right, right, exactly. And we we, we use a, a fluorofet technology, which, which really coats the microorganisms. I, I like to think of like an M&M. Right? We have like it covers it, the chocolates, the organisms, okay. um, and really that that allows them to stay viable during the, the the most the harshest part of creating a probiotic which is the freeze drying process so having stability and through that freeze drying process creates stability for the the, the microorganisms and um we put uh, yeah since they get an overage we know it, it degrades at a significantly slower rate than someone that doesn't use fluorophyte technology or a company that doesn't use fluorophyte technology but yeah it's always, it's always important to put the the right amount of overage to match what is in there at expiration date. So if it's a 14% uh, degradation rate and it has 100 billion CFU, you're gonna need 114 billion. Yeah, right, right, yeah. that makes sense. All right, well, thanks for thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. Um, so in our next segment, we're gonna, um, we'll, we'll start to hit on a little bit here. We're gonna go into adrenal stressors um, and I will just hit on that a little bit. So um, for listeners and viewers and for Myself, I, I, I like to revisit this so I can educate myself and, and learn from Julian. But, you know, our adrenal glands, our, our glands right above our kidney, adenine and above renal, meaning kidney. So right above our kidneys, they are about a size, the size of a pea, and they produce hormones in response to stress. If you guys have heard of adrenaline, also known as epinephrine, scientifically, that is what is produced in our adrenal glands to the fight or flight, the immediate fight or flight that we need to you know, run or fight right now is the um, adrenaline part. Um, they also produce cortisol. Um, and cortisol is a hormone producing adrenal glands in response to stress. Uh, it's produced in a diurnal variation. Um, we spoke before on this show about diurnal variation. Our bodies, we are meant to work during the day. 
Um, and I, and I, you know, my hats go off to all the people that do have to work nights because we do need those people, whether it be, um, you know, nurses or doctors or firefighters or police officers that work shift work, um, you know, but our bodies are used to a diurnal variation and that's what we're born to do. So, you know, our adrenal glands produce cortisol to help us respond to stress, not only physical stress, but mental stress. And it should be highest in the morning and slowly to go down throughout the day in until it's lowest it should be lowest at like two o'clock in the morning when we should be sleeping and resting and recovering so if our bodies do not follow that pattern it can really really mess many things up and that's like that's the our adrenal glands trump everything so if there's a hierarchy of, of different glands that produce hormones and hormones is a very generic term i've talked about that it's a very broad term um, I've talked about that in the show before. We have a hierarchy, and it goes adrenal glands, thyroid, um, our sex hormones, which is for men, testes, and for women, the ovaries. Um, and your adrenal glands trump everything. If our adrenal glands are not in balance, nothing below it will be in balance. So having your thyroid balanced or having your sex hormones balanced does not as much good as if you can have your adrenals balanced also. Because without our adrenal glands, we will die. We can live without a thyroid gland. We can live without our testes or our ovaries. Not very happily with those, without those, but with our adrenal glands, we will die almost instantly. So in our next segment, we will get more into how we how we can um, help help our adrenal glands, support our adrenal glands. So you are listening to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Um, we have Julian Martinez in the studio with us at AM 1470 KBSN in Moses Lake. Be part of the show. Call in 509-765-1470. We'll see you in a few. Hello and welcome back to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Um, call in. Ask Julian a question. We are here with Julian we, through our first two segments talking about um, vitamin and mineral supplementation and how important it can be to, for overall health. So call in 509-765-1470. And our first caller that we have today, we will give you a free box of vitamin D3. So take advantage of that. Call in 509-765-1470. All right, to continue our discussion on adrenal stress, um, let's let's go into so so Julian, I'm going to ask you. So um, there's a few different ways to to test our cortisol levels. Uh, is it necessary to test our cortisol levels? Is there a simpler way? We I, I know we recommend what's called diurnal cortisol testing, where patients can do a saliva test and they can test to see what their cortisol levels are doing in the in the morning, at, at noon, um, in the evening, and at night to see if it's following that diurnal pattern. Um, is that the only way to test it? Um, so that's a really good question. I think there's uh, definitely efficient ways at figuring out what could potentially be your primary key stressor. And um, to really step back and get, kind of give you the history on how, you know, how we've developed four key stressors, um, it really started off with the, the book that was starting talking about adrenal fatigue and there were supplements to support it. Um, our director of science, Dr. Tom Williams, he dove a lot deeper into it and started, you know, looking at um, adrenal fatigue as HPA axis dysfunction looking at the hypothalamus, pituitary, and adrenal glands and how they connect. Um, so, um, yeah, so I mean, so going into that, 
Uh, I totally lost my train of thought. That's all right. That's right. So uh, the adrenal fatigue book. Yeah, adrenal fatigue That's book. the James Wilson book, right? James Wilson. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll put a note in our sh- we'll put that in our show notes so the listeners will know about that. Uh huh. Yeah. So um, really, today chronic stress has uh, really really evolved. Um, and I think looking at the hypothalamus of the pituitary adrenal gland, what we are able to narrow it down to is what's causing the the primary key stressors are um, circadian rhythm dysregulation mental and emotional stress, blood sugar dysregulation, and uh, inflammation. So these are all four key stressors that you can really lock in and figure out what, uh, which one is your key stressor causing the, the chronic stress throughout the body, the co- chronic release of cortisol. Um, and with orthomolecular products, we have a, a sister company called the Lifestyle Matrix Resource Center that has uh, educational tools for practitioners and pharmacists to really go deep on those questions. But yeah, I, I think I think before you go into the the testing, I think you can look at the, the primary key stressors. But if you do want an overall clear picture, um, I think I think it's I think it's a great idea to do a testing. Okay. Yeah. So can how do we get a hold of this form? How do we get a form to our, our listeners or viewers? How do they get a form like that? Yeah, so I don't think I mentioned this in the beginning, but we are exclusive to practitioners um, and also and pharmacists. And uh, so a, a great way to do it is actually come to come near come near a pharmacy, take the test, find out what your primary key stressor is. It'll take thirty seconds to a minute, but really you'll be able to narrow in. Maybe it's blood sugar dysregulation. Maybe you're going from hyper to hypoglycemic throughout the day, and it's causing constant stress on you. Um, maybe it's inflammation. Maybe it's the lack of rest. Well, we talked about rest. Maybe you're not sleeping well enough, or maybe it's just your your, your perceived stress. You get you know every everybody has a different perceived stress, um, and stress has evolved to where uh, that we have now recommended nutrient solutions that can help address some of those uh, mental and emotional stress. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. thanks for clearing that up. So, um, so what are some of those? What are are some of those um, lifestyle before we get into the uh, supplementation what are some of the lifestyle modifications that we could make when it comes to blood sugar regulation when it comes to circadian rhythm go into that yeah absolutely um so as far as circadian rhythm i I always just recommend high quality sleep uh really powering down any type of blue light you know a couple hours before bed um and getting quality sleep is going to be key um exercise um, as far as diet, you know, having, ha- adding the fibers and the proteins and not having, you know, so heavy on the carbohydrates. Um, but supplementing a really full picture of macronutrients where you have protein, carbs, and fats. Yeah, that's awesome. And speaking of that, you know, we talked a little bit about essential fatty acids. Um, you know, they're essential to the body. They're essential because we, our body can't make them. There's the same thing with amino acids. Mm-hmm. So essential amino acids, which means we have to eat those amino acids. Now, um, I am not an anti-carb guy by any means. I'm an endurance athlete, so I need to eat carbs. But there is no such thing as an essential carbohydrate. Let me make that clear. There is no such thing as an essential carbohydrate. So um, we do not have to eat carbs to live now that's over really oversimplified so but um you know those essential fatty acids and essential um amino acids we have to get from our dietary source because from those other sources from other um sources we can make carbohydrates and it could be because glucose is the major fuel in our body so our body has all kinds of different ways to make a carb which is glucose which is essentially usually fuels the cell um not all the time but um 
most of the time is what it is the go-to for the cell. So I won't get too much on a tangent on that, but I just want to let everybody know that this is all, you know, this is all part of a lifestyle change. Eating, exercise, and rest is all those three go together. So speaking of the eating, go in a little bit into the supplementation. So if there are blood glucose dysregulation, um, what are some things that we can do to, uh, what are some supplements that we could take to help regulate that? Yeah, um, we have a product called Glycemicore. Uh, that's, that's a functional food. When I say functional food, it, it's it's got uh, recommended nutrients that support blood sugar dysregulation. It, it's high on uh, fermentable soluble fibers, which really help the body create satiety, right? So instead of having that really roller coaster um, uh, uh, levels of glucose, it's going to help really regulate that and uh, help you make smarter decisions throughout the day. Yeah. Um... So is there anything else to help with like um, insulin resistance or, you know, to help lower actual blood glucose levels at all? Um, yeah, yeah. So I would, I would recommend as far as supplementation, right, it, it all comes down to lifestyle modifications. But to supplement that, I, I typically recommend um, alpha lipoic acid, uh, berberine, um, about, chromium. Okay, what about, tell me about chromium. I was thinking about that. Tell me about chromium and how it, it helps with glucose uh, sensitivity yeah so essentially uh, four chromium molecules bind to the insulin receptor door allowing for chromium uh, chromium uh allowing for glucose to be shuttled into the mitochondria yeah. that that's that's what uh, at the that's what we need as far as um using glucose as a fuel source when um when you it, when you become insulin resistant then it, it's it, the insulin is no longer uptaking the, the glucose right right so yeah um Ortho has a great product called Dioxinol, which I think is is wonderful to help for um, glucose regulation. So, but like like Julian says, it's important to you know have a good healthy diet first. So, yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about so circadian rhythm. If the circadian rhythm is off, what is what are some supplements that we could do to help our circadian rhythm? Yeah. Um. I so I I think. At, at looking at the full picture of HPA axis dysfunction, looking at your stress response, are, are you hypercortisol? Are you waking up stressed and wired? You know, addressing how your stress response looks first thing in the morning is going to help regulate and set it up for um, a, a normal response throughout the day. So I, I always recommend um, Adrenavive, which is going to be more of like a stressed and wired patient. Uh, you know, person or patient um, that that has phosphatidylserine to help modulate cortisol. It has L-theanine adaptogens, which really help uh, with stress resiliency yeah. um, and your ability to handle stress. Um, but believe it or not, I, I, th I think just considering that stress has evolved, more and more people are actually more in the hypocortisol. I think a lot of people have been stressed for a long time. Yeah. So having additional uh, B vitamins and um, also adaptogens and components that are really going to help stimulate that the half life of cortisol, like licorice root liquid, um, and then uh, supplementing things like 5-HTP and melatonin yeah. to get your sleep regulated. Yeah. So one of the things that I think about when, so when we think about hypocortisol, so hypocortisol would be, if you read the book, Adrenal Fatigue, it would be more based on hypocortisol, which are cortisol levels low, which means we just, we're feeling chronically tired. And a lot of times how that happens is, you know, when we're chronically stressed and our cortisol is on hyper all the time, hyperdrive all the time, our body kind of finally says, okay, 
I can't keep doing this. You do it for months and months and months. You're not getting good sleep and you're not eating right. And you have, you know, a really stressful event in your life, whether it be, um, you know, your, your parents died or there was a, you know, a childhood trauma, something like that. And then your body finally says, okay, I got it. I can't keep up anymore. And then your, your adrenals just quit producing cortisol and then you're chronically fatigued. So that's when some of the nutrient supplementations can come into, come into play during, during that time. Now realize one of the things is, is, you know, Jillian mentioned circadian rhythm and we talked about sleep. If we're not getting sleep, our bodies cannot recover. We, we cannot hit that home enough on this show if we're not getting proper sleep. So, and there are some things to help with that. First of all, um, especially for women, um, it's not that progesterone can't be used for men, but when I think of women that can't sleep, the first thing I think of is a progesterone deficiency. Progesterone helps to regulate cortisol and will help decrease that cortisol level, especially at night. So um, oral progesterone um, at night, especially for women, can help regulate their cortisol levels and help them sleep better. Many women um, will report they sleep better the first night after taking one dose of progesterone. So that's very, very important because it's not sleeping your adrenals are not going to get better period so melatonin is another one melatonin is a hormone uh, melatonin is kind of opposite of cortisol so usually when cortisol is low melatonin should be high so at night our melatonin levels should be should be higher when our cortisol levels are are lower so melatonin is very very important when it comes to regulate our sleep so don't forget about that so what else would you like to add on about um, adrenal stress and supplementations for adrenal stress? Um, you know, I, I really like, uh, we launched a few, a couple of new formulations where we're, we're really going after cognitive support as well. There's a, there's a raw material that I'm really excited about it, which is Bacopa, which has been really shown to have more of like a neuroprotective mechanism to help getting um, more oxygen and nutrients and blood flow to the brain. Um, that the, 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 I think those are things to really consider when we're thinking of a formulation as well, just because we, we notice that or we see that cognitive decline is on a, on a rise right now. So really supporting the brain function with um, antioxidant support and, um, and then additional adaptogens, I think, is going to be re really going to help the regulate or modulate the, the, the stress response. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So we're getting ready to wrap up the show here already. An hour goes fast as it does every Monday. So I'm just letting you guys know we stream live every day, every Monday at 1 to 2 p.m. on my personal Facebook. Um, follow me on Facebook. I am maxed out on friends, so unfortunately I can't take many more friends. But um, please follow me. You can still follow me. would love to have you follow so you don't miss the show. Um, also, we stream live on YouTube and we archive the episodes on YouTube. It's on the Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy YouTube channel. Um, also, don't forget about us on Instagram. It's on my personal Instagram site, so Health Solutions with Sean Needham. Um, follow us on Instagram. We have little one-minute video clips. And when um, Instagram kind of allows us, we will stream live to that um profile also with our with our streaming software right now you got to do it directly from instagram and we to stream to three at the same time three um, platforms at the same time they make it impossible so also podcast forums don't forget about our podcast forums soundcloud itunes google podcast um fact speaking of google just google health solutions with sean and janet needham and it'll come up on the podcast forum so julian 
and we got one minute. So how would you like to end the show and let us know how to get more information about orthomolecular products? Okay, I got one minute. Um, so I would, uh, you can check out our website, orthomoleculaproducts.com. But if you're looking for more educational resources, the Lifestyle Matrix Resource Center has five clinical programs that goes into GI, cardiometabolic, stress, immune, and musculoskeletal. Um, really great resources on there, great webinars. Um, just to add a note, we, we have the opportunity to live a high quality life. I would take every advantage of, of every minute that we have and really add lifestyle modifications like diet and exercise to your life. And, uh, I wish you all the best. Absolutely. Thank you, Julian. And speaking of speaking of adding quality to our life, next week we have Joy Howard on the show. You do not want to miss it. She's an amazing lady that has turned back time on age. So next Monday, follow us and check out the Facebook page. You're listening to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, and we'll see you Monday.